field. How do you not <laughs> do throw it? He's about all, to get riled up. How do you Josh? not throw that it. all the way? How do you not throw that all the way? How do you let a ball eat you up? I mean, on a, when you know it's do or die. What are we doing? <laughs> what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Beyond the Diamond Podcast here on the Apollo Podcast Network. Brian Lima, Apollo Des, producer Josh here with you. Astros just take two out of three from the Arlington Rangers. They're a day off today as we record this on Thursday. Then they welcome in the Tampa Bay Rays. The trade deadline just a couple of days away. We're going to dig into the Rangers series. Then we're going to have our trade deadline special on this episode. We've got a bunch of names. Josh spent like 97 days 97. Uh, preparing a trade deadline blog, which is on our blog at ApolloHOU.com. So check that out. But first, Des, Josh, let's start with the uh, the Rangers series. Look, they, they got their ass kicked yesterday, last night, which is Wednesday. But at the end of the day, it's a series win. They're two out of the AL West. Um, you would have loved to have a sweep. However, you still got... Uh, a series win, and what a better way to celebrate a series win than some food from one of our sponsors at Big City Wings. Big City Wings, Houston's wing joint, Apollo wing joint. Uh, National Chicken Wing Day, Saturday, nice. July 29th, 75-cent wings all day. We're going to be, all the boys, at Big City Wings Edo. We'll have a location down below, um, pre-gaming, and then staying there for the game. So come by, hang out with us, have some drinks, have some 75-cent wings. Just, I mean... Just it's for just, the wings itself show up. I, it's don't just even, a don't even say right? hi to us. Just oh yeah, just, just a hang out. Just a hang out. There'll be some There's, kind of sporting. There'll event be on. a random game on. Happens to mm-hmm. maybe be the Houston baseball team versus the Tampa Bay baseball team. Just a randomly hanging out. There's yep. no watch party. Zero watch this. party. Cannot right. be a watch party. Correct. Just a hangout. Just a hangout. Just a hangout. So come out this Saturday and just hang out with us <laughs> <laughs> at Big City Wings Edo because it's strictly only a hangout. Right. Yeah. Just hanging out. Just man. hanging out. Just guys being dudes eating chicken wings. Yep. National Chicken so Wing Day. That's the Edo wings. location. Yes. Right. We'll have the we'll have the address down below. Perfect. All right. Big City Wings this week and that's Saturday, right? Saturday. Okay. Perfect. Free uh, hangout. Yeah. Yeah. Series. Series win. We take those. We do. Definitely. Um, I just like I'm gonna try <laughs> so hard to not dunk on Ranger fans and their media because Jesus they're just a bunch Christ. of fucking dorks. Like Dork they, is a great word. They are trying so hard to turn this into a rivalry, which if you really look at the history of the Silver Boot series, the Rangers dominated for a while, then they started to suck, then the Astros got to where they are now, and still the Astros, as of late, have dominated this series. I think they're still what six and four against six the Rangers this season, year. Yeah. Six and four, yeah. Uh, this season, and I, I've seen so many people from Ranger fans just coming out of the woodwork. Can we please, like, just as fans in general, can we just act like we've been there before? They, they hit a they hit a grand slam, and you would have thought it was a walk off winner in Game yeah, Seven of the yeah. World Series. <laughs> Look, I, I like. I had turned the game off like way by then. I was there. They kicked our ass. You tip your hat. You move on yeah, to the next. It day. It only counts as, and you said on your show today, it only counts as one win. Right. Like, so what? The series they lost. They they saved face, and at the end of the day, the Astros did what they had to do. Cut the lead down more. They have the big guys back now, and you have momentum. And so, you took another series at the end of the day. But the the Ranger fans are <laughs> interesting bunch because. If they would have lost yesterday, I guarantee you 75% of the tweets would have been about Cowboys training camp today. Oh, yeah, probably. Guaranteed. So yeah. you at least got like two more weeks of them actually being active on, you know, what, what Rangers Twitter is or whatever. Because if you put them away yesterday with the sweep, 
it would have been about Dak Prescott throwing against air in yeah. day one of training camp. Yeah, C.D. Lamb making a one-handed catch yeah. against nobody. And so I, I just the force like it feels so forced right now. On it the is internet. right. I, I agree with you. And, and I don't understand why it because the more they force it, I was like, you're leaning more into being a little brother. Like, and you get so mad at being called that, but you're acting like that. So yeah. we're gonna call a spade a spade. And you're acting like a little brother. And so I don't know, man. It was. It was a good series. I'll take two out of three any yeah. day of the week. Yeah, you, you always take series wins. Obviously, you wanted the sweep to try to For even sure. even in the AL West. It's two games now. I I just it, – it's beyond me how many comments I read from Rangers fans, like reminding Astros fans of like the 100 lost seasons. Like, we know. Like, yeah. we, we, we know that. That was a plan. That we, was, we, were, that was, we planned yeah. to do that. We were quite literally there. Like, we know. Yeah. And, and it, all, all that really matters those seasons is – you. We missed the playoffs, right? And they've missed the playoffs. It doesn't matter. Like it, if they you were missed the playoffs. Dude, we missed the playoffs. The Rangers were literally one strike away from I'd a World Series title. I'd rather miss playoffs than miss a catch. One <laughs> Nelson Cruz doesn't know what no doubles is. No doubles. If I'm if I'm there, I'm playing at the no wall. Doubles. I'm talking at the wall. Well, I'm playing on the wall. Also, I mean that's just on. Who's the manager? Though? It was Ron Washington, I believe. Is that it was, yeah. it was Ron Washington. How do you have Melly in the right? How do you right not have field? a defensive replacement in right field at all? Yeah. Or you know how bad the you know how bad the Rangers are that I had to actively tongue in cheek root for the Cardinals. Yeah, because <laughs> yes. like I did like I did the same thing. Was, I was in college. While yeah, I was, going I was like, on. this sucks. And I'm, all with, of, I'm with the meteorite to win. All of my teammates were Ranger fans for whatever reason. Oh yeah, it was popular back then. Yeah, it was like, huge back then. They did the the claw or whatever yeah. that stupid thing was. They yeah. had the, the ham. They had the Josh Hamilton was a big part of that team. They had the claw uh, shirts on or whatever. Like just so much stuff for that for those couple of teams they still couldn't even win a world series like i'd rather lose and get a correa a lance a bregman a springer than miss a fly ball you know i'll take two shits yeah and and all that being said like they literally have just come out of the world i didn't even know rangers twitter existed i don't think they knew it existed and just (laughs) out of nowhere like out of nowhere and of course you get the stereotypicals yeah well we didn't have we didn't you know we don't cheat you cheaters and then you had the uh, the play at the plate where um, uh, what's it called? Kyle Tucker scores on the Yanir Diaz walk off. That was game one. Hey, the get mad at, at Jankowski for not running through a ball in right field. How do you not <laughs> throw <laughs> it? He's all, about to get riled up. How do you Josh? not throw that it. all the way? How do you not throw that all the way? How do you let a ball eat you up? I mean, on a, when you know it's do or die. What are we doing? <laughs> Whether you think Tucker's going to go or not, you got to sell out for that. Unbelievable. Run yeah, through he, the baseball, he son. Left, he should have left his feet with that. Oh, oh my God. That, wait, that's what you dream of God. when you're in the outfield. Yeah, it's literally like run through a, a, run, a fairly hit ball. It's, not, yes. it, it's coming through. Like It has momentum. Literally, the ball's giving you momentum, and you, you hit your cut. <laughs> you throw directly you go to the 80, cut off? 85 like, to your cut. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, man. And, and the, Pettis, cut, the cut was bad, too. Yeah. Pettis. Yeah. With the all-time Gary Pettison. Send, yeah. I, and, it was so aggressive. <laughs> and then C- Tucker's foot, did it touch the plate? God, I, don't uh, I think it, it yeah, did. It might have. I don't did. know. Heel yeah. touched and kicked you can't, it up it was, either way. You couldn't overturn the call. You can't overturn you can't it. Overturn so, and then you, yeah, that's one of those. If it was called out, it would have probably stayed out. And For then, sure. Yeah. And then you look at the play at the plate. Was it Simeon? On that, Tuesday night. On yeah, Tuesday yeah. night, right? That was and clearly out. They <laughs> show the They show the replay. And there's like a clear space of like that much between the foot and home plate, and then here's the space. Yep. And Ranger fans were like beside themselves. Beside the themselves. Script. 
and the script. Yeah, and the uh, the Bally Sports man, they cracked oh me up. It's God. like, dude, you guys should probably should worry about going worry about ba- bankrupt. bankruptcy yeah. bankruptcy rather than bitching, moaning, and complaining. And I don't listen to that broadcast, obviously. As uh, Des can't drink coffee, did we get that on camera? Yeah, yeah for sure. On camera, what are we doing? Stripping <laughs> <laughs> all over it. <laughs> oh, that's an all-time was, blooper. It was stuck on the ice. Yeah, I dude. All right, can we cut and- that? <laughs> can we cut that? <laughs> Are we cutting that? No, no, we're not no cutting way. that. No, we're not cutting that. Uh, I remember my first oh, coffee. Oh man! Uh, I don't obviously. I don't listen to the Rangers broadcast, but from uh, what I read and and uh, some of the clips that I did hear, they were dunking on Astros players quite often during the broadcast. Which if that's what you want to do, man, go for it. I mean, just, it, it's just weird. It is weird, man. Like the whole the whole thing. Like if you want to make this a rivalry, like. Jeff Bannister, AJ Hinch come together, talk yeah. shit to each other. I'm all in, but we know we're not going to have that because it's Bruce Bochy, future Hall of Famer, Dusty Baker, future Hall of Famer. They might get a little fired up, but if you want to get yeah. it going, yeah, can I, can like I, we saw in that that little pillow fight that you know the clearing of the clearing of the benches and the the Grand Slam, Simeon Chirpin. Can I say uh, I, I Maldonado? Love, I love that. I love Simeon. I Chirpin. do too. I thought Simeon, I do too. I thought that was fucking. Funny and fire it up, man. Yeah. Fire it up. Like, that's hell yeah. yeah. Do, do the, the, do the, sh- like, that's let fine. Let the boys yeah. play. I'm I, in, dude. I also think that it, all in all, with all the antics, it was a good series. Like, it was a good series. Was, like, literally a competitive series. And if they match up in October, it'll be a fun five I or want, seven game series. I want them in the <laughs> ALCS and I want it to go game seven. Just give me that. What? It would be electric. Nah, I'll take a sweep. I'll take. Could a, you imagine? I'll take a sweep. Give me, give me game seven. Oh my! You God. know how much more satisfying sweeping the Yankees. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I agree. <laughs> I agree. But I'm no, just saying from, from baseball. Like, yeah. From a baseball for, perspective, yeah. like give me game. Can you seven, imagine dude. a battle of Texas for the ALCS? Give me, give me, give me game oh seven, dude. God, that'd seven. be sick. I swear. And we just be going up and down. We just going up and down forty five. Oh yeah, we beat dude, every game. Yeah, every game, dude. It, it would take me a lot to not pop off the Rangers fans oh, at Ranger I'm Stadium if I was up there. Uh, but it would. I, I, I really do believe that. It would be for attendance wise going up there. I bet it would be split, Ranger or maybe seventy five twenty five. There would be a Ooh. bunch of Astros fans. Probably, up there. No, probably I bet sixty. I bet probably, sixty forty. Probably both both ways. Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, there's quite a bit of Ranger. Excuse me, Ranger fans on Monday yeah. when yeah. I was there. It, last night it got a little. I was there last night in the yeah. slacking game. Brian <laughs> has texted this three days ago, uh. and then he was like, <coughs> he was like, never mind. I'll just tell you on the next Beyond the Diamond. Knowing that wasn't eat at me for like three days, so okay. now I don't even know what it is. It's it's nothing bad. It's just something that I find. Um, is it when you tweeted at me, dude? Uh, no. Um, yes, it is. So, all right. So you had Jordan and Altuve that were basically ready to play all week long, and Danny Brown talked about it yesterday. Um, and he said that Dusty Baker has a policy that when guys tell him he's ready, he gives them an extra day, which is fine. It's a, it's a policy that Dusty has had since he was a player and that he has learned throughout being a player and then being a big league manager. He's a future Hall of Famer, whatever you want to say about it. So you tweeted, what day is this? That was Tuesday. Okay, you said, you're done playing tomorrow with that day off Thursday makes sense, win tonight. You don't actually believe that, do, do. you? Why? Did we win that night? You won Monday and Tuesday. Did we win that night, the tweet? But my whole point is, why would you not want your best players in the lineup when they're both available? And from what we know now, it seemed that they were both 24 hours in an oblique injury 
does isn't going to make a difference. I just okay, it's fine. There's was, no way you believe that. Yeah, just no give me the extra day. How does that make sense? Not having your players in it. I was okay with him going on on Wednesday. But why not on Monday or Tuesday? Why not play Monday, Tuesday, if Wednesday? He said have he was ready today? on Monday, and Dusty had the the policy. Uh huh. Tuesday was a buffer. Wednesday, so, and then you have you have a you have a already built in day on Thursday, and then he'll play the week. Exactly. So play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Have your best guys in there. We still won. Did we win that night? What, was, what did I say at the end of the tweet? Win tonight. Uh, it doesn't make sense. They win, they won none of night? that whole thing made sense. It, it, not well, having him in the lineup. Tell, honestly, none of well, that made sense. It did make sense. No, it did, did not. Win. You don't they believe won. that. They won. You do not believe that. They won. I no. believe they won. You don't believe that. I, I know, Des, you have one of the higher baseball IQs that I know I of. Okay. It's why I continue to do this <laughs> podcast with you. And I know for a fact you do not believe what you tweeted. I was okay. No, you did not. Yes, I did. It did not make sense. None of it I made was sense. okay. They Des, were, Des, is, Des is towing the party, party line right now. This is like, they, No. <laughs> just win tonight? No. They, they should have played Monday. They should have played Tuesday. They should have played yesterday. And they should have a day off today. They've had plenty of rest. I would have been. They have, they have. I would have been okay with like Monday, Wednesday. Get Monday, the- Tuesday, Wednesday. You need those guys in the lineup. hundred percent. But the reason why I tweeted it, you didn't. You don't believe it because they won that night. You do you shit post? Yes or no? Sometimes you do. on the internet. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes on the internet. Like no, I made shit post. And why don't you t- why don't you tweet me back? Yeah, why don't you tweet him back? I was taking a nap. Or Z them. Why don't you Z them back? Ten yeah, people. Why don't I X you back? And then the, the the worst part is how you had like two hundred people like it. They didn't. They don't believe that. <laughs> There's no way people believe. <laughs> there is no way people believe Des, that Des, having a day off made sense. It made no sense. Des is slowly I, working into being a cult leader. I <laughs> I know. I was like Look. reading this. I was like, there are no way that two, I, I I just pulled the tweet down, but. There's no way that over 200 people believed what Dez said. I was like, no, there's no way. You want your two best players in that lineup Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, no, especially vacuum, trying to go yes, for a sweep. 100%, 100%. So it didn't make sense. It did not make sense. In the moment, it made sense because I was like, look, their policy. and, and it's you, just, We didn't know the policy no, until no, afterwards. Until, until on your show, 100%. Uh-huh. That was a great. Which I didn't know. I'm, trust no me, one knew I was weird. covered it. Dude, I've questioned Dusty Baker's lineups all season long because they're inconsistent and don't make sense sometimes. But when you looked at it and knowing who they were like as an organization and how they treat people coming back, it made a lot of sense where I'm like, okay, they're going to probably just play them on Wednesday because they're going to have a Thursday off day. It just I'm not saying I believed it. I'm just saying it made a lot of sense the way they laid out their plan because of all the times in the past. Okay, so you're saying from an organizational standpoint. Yeah, I'm, okay. just, I'm not saying it makes sense of like win probability and, gotcha. and winning through – I said it makes sense that that's who the Houston Astros are and have been with bringing players back. And I mean, Chas McCormick had 20 at bats after he got injured his back, and he's if he had 200 more at bats, he may be in line for an MVP. Yeah. Like it, that's just how they do it. So I was like, in theory, this is what makes sense. They're probably not going to play tonight. They're probably going to play Wednesday because they have that built-in off day on Thursday, which is the day, and then they'll play the weekend. And not that it makes sense in in, in the math side of things, but I was like. This is what it looks like as a, what an organization has done in the past. Man, isn't it, isn't it Josh, isn't it, a little, isn't it crazy how Dez is able to articulate his words on camera, but when he tweets, he just he's full of shit? <laughs> <laughs> With, he like, grammatical errors. Like, <laughs> well, you know, when you're sitting on the toilet, you only have so much time. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't any serious. I just knew we would have good banter back and forth about it. Because most of the time we're on the same page. And for and this, were, I, I knew was, you were upset when you— I wasn't we, upset. You double text me. 
You double text me about it. Yeah, I know. I was at the gym and I was like, why? This dude's on his phone 24 7. He's <laughs> fucked. Why is he not texting me back? <laughs> taking a nap. Josh didn't say anything either. So yeah. fuck you guys for that. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? I didn't know what was happening. I saw it a little bit later and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, I was just, yeah. yeah. And then, I, and I then I did that. have, I did have fun with him when I was like, no, we'll just talk it. Talk about Beyond the Diamond because I knew it would eat at him a little bit. It wasn't anything serious. Like I just wanted to have some good banter about it. Yeah, it still made zero sense. It made. I was. I'm not speaking like from for him. If I was a coach or if I was the right. Well, that's how I took it, and I was like, "There's no because I know you and I know how you think." And I was like, "There's no way." Yeah, I don't. I mean, I would love to have. But now what I'm what I was just saying was when you explained it from an organizational standpoint, now it does because of the policy that we found out. And then also the way that they've treated injuries and not rushing guys back, which we've heard a thousand times this season. Did you ask that question? Unfortunately, uh, no, I did not. Sean, Sean did. I, I yeah, Sean asked him about the the policy. Yeah, yeah, and that's or not about the policy, but about. The. I forgot how he posed the question, but then uh, I tweeted it out as it's as it's going <laughs> live. But um, I but yeah, that kind of. I think the biggest thing about it is just. We've only had 14 games with them in a lineup, which is that's wild. crazy. I, and and I was talking with with Tony Adams yesterday before the game, and I was like, if you would have told me, if you would have listed everything out of like all the injuries, all the people that left, everything that's happened in the season, I'd be like, there's no way the Astros are where they are. But I also think it's how resilient they are as an organization, as a team, as a clubhouse, because yeah. and all these players stepping up over the last you know four or five months. They very easy could have just phoned it in and be like, hey, we won last year. Let's go get it next year. And just, you know, yeah. easy. A lot of teams would have folded it up, and they haven't. They're still pressing it. They're still going for it. And I think it speaks very highly of of the, What's the of Dusty and the staff and, and the players just wanting to do it. And, I mean, this month was carried by Tuck and Chaz. But, I mean, Breggy's, JP France. <laughs> Bre- Breggy's, Breggy's coming through it now. He's doing the toe tap. Uh, the two-handed swing, you know, I talked to Tyler about it. I'm like, there's just little adjustments that these, the good players make throughout the season that makes them great. And a lot of good players just are constant with what they want to do, but the great players figure it out. Uh, Pena now had some really good swings finally. Yeah. He's protected the lineup. That was – I liked where he was in the lineup yesterday. Get him going again. JP France, like you mentioned, rookie of the year. Like, he if, – if he ends up at 15 wins – and the Ashes win the division. It's very hard to not give him. Do you re- top three votes? Do you realize with JP France, there's only one outing he's had where he ha- where he has not gone six plus. Damn, strong. And, and it was like four and a third or well, something like that. Uh, also, like his the second start of his career. Yeah, his post game news conference. He was like, "Hey, I know my guy." He said, it, I was "Like I know my guys in the pen are tired." Yeah, I got to go out there and eat innings. And he's like, he's like. That means I gotta go get. I mean, obviously having like I think seven first pitch outs is not yeah. like it's not sustainable. That's just baseball that day. But to have that mindset of like, hey, I'm gonna be a dog. I'm gonna go eat a ton of innings because my guy's arms are, are dragging right now. And yeah. that, that's a great mindset to just go and attack hitters. Too. Yeah, yeah. Like he's just like he's not. He, that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about, and we'll go right into the trade list. But the way he's been filling up the zone. Yeah. Well, it's fastball command. Yeah. You work off of your fastball command. I, it felt like every count he was up 0-1. Right. It was like, it was, whether it was cutter. It's, it's, it, it's also nuts <laughs> to me how big league hitters don't ambush fastballs anymore. Oh, yeah. Like, what would – look for a cock shot. Do like, you think we're getting to a point where everyone is so caught up in spin that they're actively searching for spin? Like other teams. I know the yeah. Astros hunt fastballs great. Right. But it almost seems like other teams are just, like, sitting on spin. I, I think – 
and again, this is like the super in-depth of part of parts about the big leagues, especially when it comes to hitting mindset that I quite frankly uh, still learn every single day that I hear and read different things. Like there's a reason I'm not a big leaguer. Like, so their, their ability to take first pitch fastballs and hunt other pitches in different parts uh, in different counts, like is, is amazing. It will never not be amazing to me, but at the end of the day, like, why can't we go back to like little league mindset and like, I'm going to hunt and ambush this first pitch fastball. Mm. So I think also like analytics are so heavily driven these days and you take into account spin rate and you take into account looking for a first pitch slider or change up or cutter or the sweeper or whatever it is. Like these hitters are literally laying off fastballs and you see what pitchers can do when they, how they can be successful by throwing a first pitch fastball. JP France is the perfect example. Another thing on JP France before we get into this trade deadline stuff, you realize he didn't even throw in the Grapefruit League in spring training? Yeah. Like at all. Zero. He didn't pitch. We were there. Trust me. We, we, were, like, we were there for the month. Never saw him. Like he didn't. And that's another thing like that I also think about is like everyone keeps talking about, well, the Astros don't have a lot of top prospects. They don't have anybody in their top 100 in the, in the big leagues. They got Drew Gilbert in, you know, number 75 or 81 or whatever it is like. I understand that you want top prospects in the top 100, but yet if you've got a good minor league system that's going to develop these guys and they're going to get to the next level and succeed at the big league level, I think JP France was like a 14th or $1,000. Yeah, a thousand bucks. A thousand dollars. And look is, what he's doing at the big league that level. That is literally half your plane ticket. Like you're half your sign bonus as a plane ticket to go down yeah. to Florida. Yeah, 14th right. round. 14th round. It was a 14th round pick. And, and you know, like, and you have a Chas McCormick, a thousand dollars, twenty first round. Was he D two right division? Mm-hmm. Uh, Millersville. Millersville. Yeah, yeah. And so you have all these guys that come in, and and here's your here's your other headline, Josh. The Houston Astros are the Alabama of Major League Baseball now because you can plug and play guys. They've been in the system. They know how to win. And they just come up and do their right. job. And, th- and that's because you don't have sexy names. You don't have your Ellie Dela Cruz's. You don't have your Gunnar Henderson's. You don't have all these guys, the Jackson Hall. You don't have all these names that are in the top 100. But you have all these other dudes that are just grinding. And they come in and just produce. Yeah. yeah so let's look at the uh, trade deadlines. We talk about prospects. It's all right. On uh, August, what, 1st, which is? Four days away. Two, next Tuesday. Five days away. Yep, next Tuesday. One, two, three, four. Yep, five, five, six days away. Um, uh, the Angels, we can start there. The Angels go and get Lucas Giolito. Um, they trade their number two and number three prospects to the White Sox. They went and got, um, yeah, Ronaldo Lopez uh, as well from two Reynolds for the White two Sox. Two of their top three prospects. And they, they, take, they took Shohei Otani off the trade market. So he's staying as an Angel. So they're going for it. They're four games back of the of the wild card. They're like eight games back of the AL West. Um, look, man, I got to give them credit. Like, I, if, I mean, say, I mean, right? you have to give them credit, but like, damn, dude, like for two rentals. No, you don't have to give them credit. That's stupid. I I, <laughs> I, I, I tweeted it yesterday, and I was like, them going for it makes no sense in the sense that you can get so much, you can overhaul your entire system with Otani because he's not coming back. Well, just the way where it doesn't make sense because you're right. But like, why? Where was this urgency at the, in the off season, 100%. or at the beginning of, the, or like, why didn't they make this trade two weeks ago so they they could be in a better position? Yeah, hundred percent. And giving up now, you've actually reset the market in this hysteria. Now it's now every seller thinks they can get two of your top three guys for rentals. So now you've like 
Yeah, fuck you, it. you fuck the market. But two, as a fan though, like I'm like if I was a fan of the Angels, I'm. You almost got to consider this like the last dance. Tony's gone. Yeah. At least they're going for it. Like the reality is slim to none, but they could get hot. Like at least as a fan, I'm like all right, we we went for it. But in reality, game theory is just like just blow it up. Yeah. And in, in, in four years, you could be set up very very nice. Right. Because you get mo, you can get MLB ready players and whatever prospects you want for Shohei Otani. But here we are, they're going for it, and they got Giolito and and Lopez. So that means the White Sox are full fire still. Yeah. I, I wonder if I wonder if they got good news about Trout. Mm. And that pushed it. They're that's like, okay, point. we get tr- we'll get trout back soon, and and that's how we can make a run. But yeah, I don't know. I yeah. mean, I, honestly, I, I know we're kind of shitting on the Angels. They just may be now spoiler for the AL West between could the be. Astros and could be. and Rangers. They could I mean, they could, they could get hot, man, and and sneak into the wild card somehow. I don't think they're gonna make a run at the AL West. They, I mean, they can play spoiler. That's for damn sure. But um, they, I mean, it, I, I think it's a good point that Josh brought up about Trout. They had to get good news about Trout. And then at the end of the day, Artie Moreno's like, dude, I'm not losing out on any more money. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try to make as much money that off is, Shohei Otani as possible for the rest of the season. Yeah. That's because true. Because we're probably not going to have him. If they're even again. close to the race in September, they'll oh be selling gosh. out. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. all right, well, let's look at this list. Josh, you put together a phenomenal uh, trade deadline piece. Again, it's up on our blog at ApolloHOU.com. Check that out. It's 5,000 words. Got uh, all kinds of names listed here. I read a report this morning from uh, Bob Nightingale that Blake Snell and Josh Hader are both likely to be traded from the Padres. The Padres, for whatever reason, suck. They're like way out of the uh, NL West and the wild card. Yeah. Which is crazy when you look at that roster. Uh, Josh Hader's numbers are stupid good. Dusty Baker's been clamoring for a left-handed guy in the bullpen. Bring him home. He would He would be. Bring him home. He would be. A very good piece to add, uh, .95 ERA. Blake Snell has pitched well this year. Um, he's got an ERA under three at 2.61. Um, I mean, he's essentially a rental as well. Yeah, but with um, with how the Angels just fucked the market, yeah, there's dude, no they way did, they could man. afford both. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. They'd have to trade like six of our top prospects to get Yeah, both. Marcus Stroman, another name that's been rumored. He's got, uh, what, a, t- a player option after 2024. Um, I don't know who do you just let's round table it type thing. Who, who yeah, are some so names? let's look at starters first. Yep. Um, I think there's a uh, a clear um uh, distinction between like the top three. Um, see, I'll bring my blog in here. So you have Snell, Stroman, and Eduardo, those are like your your ace type guys. I mean, Eduardo these, Rodriguez, yeah, Eduardo Rodriguez. He's like, with the, these guys, guy Detroit. yeah, these guys are all around three or, or lower ERA. They're workhorses. Eduardo, I think, is an interesting move because I he's, love he's still around till 2026. Yeah, the team control is nice. Yeah. And, uh, and, and he's know. got a lot of big moment playoff experience. Yeah, exactly. With the Red Sox. Yeah. And his you know, his ERA plus is right up there with, with Shit, and, and he's a lefty too, yeah. so I'd yeah. love a lefty starter. Yeah. Uh, and then you have <laughs> the guys that kind of eat innings. Um, well, I guess with those top three, you can throw Cease in there. He I said think the White Sox just pulled him off though. Did they? I, I, I saw a tweet yesterday that they were tabling. Dylan yeah, Cease. I mean they they it it, it would cost a lot. He's still lot. he's still under control till twenty twenty five. If they think that they're going to be competitive next year or the year after, yeah. they're going to hold on to him. But then you have uh, guys like Montgomery, well Giolito's gone, Hicks, and like Lugo, who are all 
Those are your inner innings eaters. Yeah, they yeah, they're like solid. They're not gonna you know they're solid quality start type guys. Yeah. Does your perception change now that you're uh, Jose Urquidy's probably one week away, week and no. a half away? I still think they need to go get a frontline starter. No, no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Oh, now, because yeah. your kitty's your innings eater guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's no point of getting a Hendricks, a Lugo, a Montgomery, because your kitty's now going to be, would be, I, that, I would think, be that guy. I think yeah. the, emphasis, the emphasis might be more on bullpen. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, I do think you need to go get some bullpen. And, and I think bullpen arms are very easy to get. I don't think they're going to be sexy names. I think there'll be names that the R and D have done a lot of work. The yeah. the finding of the Maton, finding the Montero, finding those type of names and arms where those trades first happen, you're like, What who the, the hell, hell are these yeah, guys? What do yeah. we just do? Yeah. Um so I it's more of just trusting the, the system that we have. But I think with your Kiti coming back and he can really slide into that three, four spot that eats innings and really get extension as he gets ramped up, that you can be risky and go get a topping guy like an Erod or Stroman. Um, I would love Stroman. I, yeah. I think that's a guy that would thrive here in the sense of he has a flair for three at theatrics. He's a big game pitcher. Look at him in the WBC. Yeah. He has that dog in him. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, you bring Marcus Stroman here and you get him into a winning clubhouse and a winning organization and you've got the flair and you've got the bulldog mentality. God, dude, yeah. I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. I, I like um, – can you go to the relievers real quick, Josh? Yeah. I like um, – obviously, Josh Hader is at the top of the list. Don't know if they'll have enough to get it done. Um, but another kid that I'm just like – if you can try to go get him, it would be Jordan Hicks. The dude mm. is yeah. – I mm. mean, obviously, he's a local kid. Um He's on a con, so he'd be essentially be a rental if you could try to lock him back up afterwards. Don't know what that would look like, but the stuff that that kid has, dude, a hundred, uh, a hundred and two with run, like an effortless one hundred and two yeah, with yeah. run, and then and he wouldn't have to. I think his pressure a lot has been having to be that guy, yeah. in St. Louis, but you slot him in the eighth inning. Or the oh, seventh yeah. inning, or well, I think it, just it, a high leverage sixth inning or something. It, it goes back to the Nares theory. Yeah. Everyone went side Nares like, oh, he blows saves as a closer. I'm like, he's not coming in to be the closer for the Houston Astros. And look how he's thriving that seventh, eighth inning. Has he saved some games? 100%. Yeah. But it's Ryan Preston. You get a high leverage guy that has a lot of stress and pressure. Get that off him. Hey, the seventh inning is now what you're closing. The eighth yeah. inning is now what you're closing. It's a different mindset there. So you get a guy like that, games get short. I, I think. Um I think last year should be proof enough to Astros fans and the Astros that a strong elite bullpen wins you a championship. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, the, they, they they were the reason we won. That's the why that's why the it's worrisome that this bullpen is already so taxed because you got to look into the playoffs and when you get to the playoffs the leash for starters is short. Very. You yeah. go to your pen quick and if you've got a a pen that's beat down which at the the uh, All Star break, there were four, four out of the top, uh, f- four of the top uh, usage leaders in baseball out of the bullpen were Astros. Like yeah. four out of thirty, four out of the top thirty guys that had the most innings pitched. There, that's how I worded that really, really wrong. Were Astros? Yeah, yeah. And that's at the All Star break. Yeah, you have to you have to go get. Well, that's um, why somebody like. Um, I really like Stephen Okert. He's a lefty with Miami, so it's team really con- good. Team control till twenty twenty six. Team control till twenty twenty six. That's why I'm not sure if Miami's going to be willing to deal him, especially because they're kind of in the hunt a little yeah. bit, but they're faltering right now. 
But his stuff is nasty. 134 ERA plus. Like he's he's up there as being nasty, but he's only thrown 36 innings so far this year. Wow. So he, you know, might have more left in the tank. Innings. That's crazy. Yeah, he might have more left in the tank than some other guys. I'm trying um, to find the betting odds for some of these trades and All right, so then okay, so then we got these this list of of um pitchers. Yeah. And Dana Brown has said it to media members multiple times that his focus now is a starting pitcher and a bullpen arm. Um, what do you think the Astros would have to give up to get some of these guys? Um, so I have it in my list. Like if we wanted to get um, somebody like Michael Lorenzen, I think is somebody they've been tied to a few times. Mm-hmm. And when there's where there's smoke, there's fire. I think that's somebody they're really looking into. He's solid. He's he's very solid, and I don't think he'd be that expensive. Um, I think something like Jake Myers and Justin Dearden would get done. And then you immediately have a guy that's a solid pitcher that can eat innings, who can work out of the bullpen or out of – he's been a starter and a bullpen guy yeah. a lot of his career. So and that's a huge plus. You need a guy like that that can start in like a six-man rotation or can be sitting in the bullpen ready to piggyback if somebody like Kramer has a tough start. Because you saw last night as a perfect example of when you're – short and your guys are mm-hmm. exhausted when Framer has a game like that they're like fuck we gotta throw Seth Martinez in there and then yeah. Seth is struggling and he's like well we just have to ride it out yeah like let we, him eat the and that room then the whole game's <laughs> over like instead of being instead of being able to replace him in the fourth inning and only be down like three runs you just have to ride with them and then it goes to shit and the whole yeah. game's ruined so as of today this was posted 20 hours ago on Fox Sports this is the DraftKings Sportsbook odds the Astros are the favorite to land Stroman, according to Vegas, okay. at plus three eighty odds. So, so let's go to your your yeah. article. Stroman, um, I have on here, and this is um, Ben. Oh, sorry. Uh, whatever. No, it's not like his his job's gonna watch this. Um, I had somebody help me, so it's not just me. Uh, don't blame me for um, for these. But I put it on here that Spencer Arigetti, Zach Dezenzo, and Corey Lee is what it would cost for uh, Stroman. Damn. That's a lot. I mean, it's going to be it's, a lot. It's, it's yeah. And it's it, going to we. So the thing is, the Astros, the Astros' top guys, or you could trade Gilbert potentially for him, or something like that. But they've said that they're not yeah. going to do that. So the compromise is you have to trade more players. Like that's just how it works. Yeah, and I and I I think the the other side of it too, is the Astros are in a unique position that they could trade depth major league players like major league baseball players that are active been starters have not two teams that want that and i think a lot of people a lot of fans and a lot of fan bases don't realize that it may not make sense for an xyz player to get traded and and moved in a deal and kind of be like why did you know three other prospects didn't go and only one major league baseball but organizations may love someone more than what you do on online. Yeah. They could, they could love a, a Jake Myers or they could love a Corey Jolks. They could love, you know, uh, someone else that gets moved and, and was like, Oh, it was a two for one instead of like a projected four for one just because an organization yeah. could see something in that we don't. And I think yeah. that's yeah, kind of th- what happened this is with, all, this is all just guessing. Yeah. With like, right. I think the best theory was the Yanir Diaz, like getting Diaz, like the click in his group was like, Hey, like we need to somehow get this guy in this trade because they fell in love with him and, whatever it was on the back end and look how he's emerged as a legit. I mean, it might be one of the best trades. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, top 10 trades. It could <clears> turn <throat> out being a top 10 trade in Astros history, getting Maton and 
and Diaz, Diaz for Diaz. sure. Wow. <laughs> Straw. Yeah. Wild. Uh, but yeah, so it's going to cost something. A lot of these trades are going to be out of our outfield depth. The Astros top, like, let me see. The Astros top, I think, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven out of our top ten prospects are all outfielders. Wow. <laughs> and then we have Kyle Tucker, Chaz McCormick, and Jordan Alvarez at the big league level. And Corey Jolks is solid. Like, there's so much outfield depth that they're going to be trading out of it. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. And I, th- and I think you just stay the course. You don't you don't make a move. Over, I don't think a move is going to happen over the weekend. I think you wait to. You think so? Wait till somebody gets desperate until a price yeah. comes down. Well, I just think every year we, we have this conversation. It's a it's always a seller's market, and they always overestimate their own market, and yeah. they, get, they get greedy, and you just got to wait them out. And I think it all reset last night when Giolito and Lopez go for two of the top three prospects. So yeah. I think every seller's like, oh, we can get you know two of the top three yeah. guys yeah. in organizations it's, it's, for rentals. It's kind of fucked right now. Yeah. But uh, so the the three guys I put down that I would like to get. Is uh, Cal Hendricks? I think he could. He's missed a little bit. I'll throw up. He's missed a little bit, but he's. I'll throw up on stream. If we get Kyle Hendricks, I'll throw. I, I will, think I will. I think my name with him. Throw exactly up. the type of player <laughs> the Astros want. He he's got spin rate. He can eat innings, and he's solid. I think he's a exactly who they can get for cheap. Throws eighty five. Yeah, and he has a three point <laughs> four five ERA. It works. He has a one thirty ERA plus. He knows what he's doing. Brian, I will throw up. I will <laughs> throw up all over myself. Yeah, <laughs> like Kyle Hendricks is uh, like they're they're. I mean, they're you wanted not, me to start a cult. Like a, you wanted me to start a cult. I'll start one. <laughs> he's like a great value, Greg Maddox. Ooh, that's a good. That's a good. That's a great. That's okay. A, that's a good, <laughs> why is that a bad thing to add to this? No, I think that's a, yeah. that's a good. Uh, I, I think he. I mean, I, I don't think they're going to be able. To, I think the price is going to become too high for the top guys. So they're going to get somebody like Kyle Hendricks. I mean, let's let's look. This is go back to the to the starters. If they're going to go get somebody, it, it, we're going to end up with Seth Lugo. Yeah, we talked about it. it's a. I, yeah, it feels like Blackburn. it feels it feels like a Lugo Lorenzen type. I just feel like deadline. Kyle Hendricks is better and cheaper than Seth Lugo. In my opinion, um, but then we have the relievers. The re- two relievers I want are: uh, you get Kyle Hendricks, and then you get Jordan Hicks. You have a nasty flamethrower at the back in your bullpen, and then the guy I've been clamoring for since a while is Sam Mall. I think he sounds like a Star Wars character. He he is. I think he's one of the, <laughs> one of those guys you find similar Chewbacca. similar to a uh, Maton. Who else would it be? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a guy you find similar to a Maton that has just <coughs> nasty stuff, but hasn't been able to figure it out on the yeah. team he's on. Is is it, he's? I, like I know it. you love this stat. Um, it's a expected yeah. love expected, expected ERA is three point oh three. Oh, good, good. <laughs> he's a lefty, and all of it. All of look at his savant page. What's here. his war? Is you got his war up. Dude, that savant page is pretty sexy though. His fastball spin rate. His spin. he he misses barrels. Nice. He, he's very good. I, mean, I think he'd be. He's, I like he's on the A's. He's cheap. okay. You like that? You like that? You like that? What are you, Kirk Cousins? All right, let's. Yeah, I've been watching quarterbacks. On let's get Netflix. into hitters though. Oh, nice. Um, because right. they said they're uh, focusing on pitching, but let's see what hitters <clears throat> are available. You got Luis Robert, who uh, really smells like a 
I don't think they're getting it. Like a Connor Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I, <laughs> exactly. Or a Seth Brown. Seth Brown. I, I, Seth Brown is uh, who I think they end up with. Well, you know what? A Seth Brown, Darth Maul trade uh, coming over. I think I th- I, that's I the think trade that's I've, what, I've been clamoring for. They, uh, God, he, he does have a seven. Everyone's going to be so mad online. <laughs> yeah, Everyone. they will be. But, you know, they'll, they'll help the team. Having, having yeah. a guy with a 780 OPS off righties on the bench ready to just come pinch hit and hit something. You know, we need a lefty bat. So that's what they've been looking for. Hmm. I would love to get Alex Verdugo, but I just don't think. I'm going to try to pull it up real quick as you work through it. As a point of pride, I don't think Boston trades Verdugo for cheap at all. No, especially when he was a guy for Mookie. Yeah, he's the guy they traded for Mookie, so they're not going to. I don't think they'll trade him at all, but if they do, it's going to cost. Another guy I really like is Ryan McCann. Um, he's he's a perfect fit in my opinion. He's at eight fifty three OPS against. And he played well outfield, no, or just strictly uh, infield. Stri- that's the only thing. He's he's strictly infield. Mm. I think he could, you know, almost anybody, any athletic guy could probably play left field and and yeah, mid mid. Yeah, yeah, but that's good team control till twenty twenty seven. Yeah, team control till twenty twenty seven. Fifteen bombs. He's good in general, but he's great against right-handed pitching, which is exactly what you need a lefty for. Yeah. But I think everybody wants – everybody that uh, is Cody purely Bellinger. looking at baseball wants Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger. But then I mean, you still have people who are like, no. He's never. possessed right have now. That asking his, price is going to be insane. Look at his statistics right now. They're stupid. It's he's got an over 900 OPS. Yeah. I'm trying to pull up this list. Oh, here it is. Uh, this is from Jerry Branham. Uh He's on 97.5. He actually put this list together of the past five World Series champions and what they did at the deadline. Uh, the Astros last year did a three-way trade. They got Mancini, sent out Siri, traded Valdez and Abreu for Vasquez, and then traded Jake Odorizzi for Will Smith. In 21, the Braves traded Bryce Ball to the Cubs for Jock, Pablo Sandoval to the Guardians for Eddie Rosario, who was the NLCS MVP. What a trade. Mm-hmm. Shout out Dana Brown probably for that one. Yeah. Uh, Alex Jackson to Miami for Duvall and Casey Kalick to Kansas City for Soler, who was a World Series MVP. So at the deadline, the, the Braves got their NLCS MVP and the World Series MVP. Wow. Uh, 2020, we skip obviously because it was a fake year. The Nationals in 19 traded Kyle Johnson to the Blue Jays for Daniel Hudson. He had a 1.44 ERA down the stretch. He pitched in nine playoff games, uh, and they also traded Alvarado, Fletcher, and uh, Gillibu to Seattle for Strickland and Elias. In 18, the Red Sox traded Jalen Bleaks for Uvalde, who just came off Tommy. Uh, Ty Buttry and, and Jerez for Kinsler, uh, but he started for that Red Sox team. And they actually traded Espinal to the Blue Jays for Steve Pierce, who was the World Series MVP. Now, obviously, the Astros in 17 traded for Justin Verlander and Francisco yeah. Liriano. So, the other than the big Verlander trade, the past champions just made maintenance trades. Yeah. Hey, we're going to shore up this spot. We're going to shore yeah. up this spot. Yeah. And, and and I think the Braves year, and I, just because Dana Brown's here now, that's the year that Acuna went down with the ACL. Mm-hmm. So, they pretty much moneyballed Acuna's stats yeah. with the Soler, the Rosario, and, and all of that. So, all right, so you took who, Des? Sam, Sam Mall. Okay. That's a that's a good move. That's a good move. All right, let's go to hitters. All right, one hitter. Connor Joe. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting Connor Joe. Left field first base. Is that, is that your pick? That's my pick. Connor wow. Joe. It smells like Connor Joe. Okay. All right. I'm not saying it's sexy. 
Mm. Damn. I will take uh just give me Cody Bellinger. It's like the big names. Okay. Damn, I got Bellinger. Yeah, I'll take Bellinger. You right. Bellinger, Hicks. No, I got Bellinger, Hater, and Stroman. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's no totally obtainable. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh yeah, I'll round it out with Seth. My wish list. I'll round it out with Seth Brown. Ooh, that's okay. I can see that. All right, all right, yeah. all right. There's our picks. There's a, uh, that's our uh, trade loser, deadline special. Loser has to buy McDonald's lunch. Couple Donald of days menu. away. <laughs> Couple days away. We'll be streaming on yes. Twitch, Twitch.tv slash Apollo HU and YouTube. This YouTube channel you are watching this on for a lot of hours on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, correct. Yeah, pretty much the the, entire, the whole work yeah. day. <laughs> the entire work day. Yeah, we'll be we'll be streaming. Yes, hanging out. Probably playing some MLB to show or something. I don't know. Just yeah. something to pass the time. This guy's being dudes. Yeah. Doing the deadline. All right. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Are we doing unanimous? Let's just get it out of the way. Chaz McCormick. McCormick. Dog of the week. Unanimous. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Chaz McCormick. I'm going to be in a damn gator suit. That was the easiest dog of the week we've ever done. By Kyle, Kyle Tucker was close. Though. Close, but still, it's Tucker Chaz McCormick. Close. No Chaz question. McCormick, dog of the week. No question. All right. That's it. By this time next week. We'll be talking about the trade deadline. See what happens. We'll have a whole different looking team. Whole yeah, different team. Maybe. Whole yeah, different we'll team. see. We will see. All right, Josh, get us out of here. Get us out of here. All right. Thank you for watching and listening to the Beyond the Diamond podcast. I'm Josh. That's Brian and Dez. We will see you next time. Peace. Love you guys.